This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Mm. Good morning and welcome to... Cover to cover, we do it live every Saturday from the Ziggurat. Today is Saturday, May 29th. It is the final Saturday of May. It is Memorial Day weekend, and my name is Matt Bomb. The name of the show is THN. Maybe you missed it because yeah. Matt Bomb did not say it. I said cover to cover. You said cover to cover, but you didn't say THN. Oh, so cover people to cover. might like tune in and be like, wait a minute, what is this? Oh. Look, man, branding is important. We've been we've spent almost eleven years branding ourselves. Yeah, Let's we didn't, not stop now. We didn't get those tramp stamps for no reason. Damn it! That's right. And I am the internet's Joe Patrick. Here's how it works: every Saturday morning at eleven o'clock Central Time, Matt and I go live on our Facebook page and Zoom to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, and of course. The question of the week live with our listeners. And like he said, it's a live show. We need you to play along, jump into our Zoom. You can find that link at the top of our live stream on Facebook Live. I Man, I said live like seven times in that sentence. Or live, live, live. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook call now button. It's right there on the Faces book. And if you just want to chat with us, jump into the live chat and chat at us. We'll talk to you. We love that shit. And if you can't call in live, a couple people this week were like, whoa, Saturday mornings, I got a bleh. Guess what? You can leave a message. You can leave a message on our phone number or send an MP3 to twittednerd at gmail.com with anything you want to talk about. Suggestions for the show. Comics you read. An answer to the question of the week. Anything. It's your show. But before we get started, Joey, let's reset some of this week's headlines and talk about our nerd news. Jeff Johns and Brian Hitch may or may not be headlining a new JSA series from DC. Uh, this came at the very end of the Stargirl summer vacation one shot, which came out this week. Spoilers. Sorry. I mean, you know, it was, it wasn't germane to the story. Right. Uh, there was a big spread at the very end of the book where uh, it showed the JSA as we kind of loved them which was the blended group of older and legacy characters right with some changes because yeah. we we had the return of uh the uh i believe her name was yolanda yolanda montez wildcat who had died right uh, in the 90s um the female dr midnight uh beth chapel is her name and yeah so like some of the legacy characters were different or at least updated. Uh, Obsidian and Jade are there. They had been absent from uh, DC since the start of the New 52. Now, they, so, yeah. Uh, oh, I thought they came back in uh, just like recently. We got a we got a shot of them in something. We, we? Yes, they've been in exactly one comic. Uh, <laughs> that was in Infinite Frontier number zero. Infinite Frontier. Okay, that's where we saw them. That's right. And uh, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. This idea uh, the reason why uh, people are saying it's Brian Hitch is because he drew the backup story where that's that spread was featured. He also, you know, he just came off of a successful year long on time run of Hawkman. So we know he can do it. But none of this is confirmed, right? We haven't seen any. None of it is confirmed. The only thing okay. that's certain. The only thing that's definitely confirmed 
is that they are uh, there's going to be a new Stargirl series written by Jeff Johns. Right. Uh, that is coming soon because the Stargirl story at the beginning of the book uh, was to be continued in Stargirl number one. Um, but I don't believe we know exactly who's drawing that yet. It might be it might be Todd Nock, who was the the artist of the of the one shot. So we'll we'll I'm see. I'm fine with that. He's great. He's great. And that one shot was really good. It was super fun. It was cute. Uh, the JSA thing at the at the end was uh, was just like it, it it sent shockwaves through all my nerve endings. Yeah, even though it's not confirmed, you don't do something like that unless there's something. Coming. Oh, yeah. No, certainly. It's a JSA. Certainly. And I, they've teased I, us. 100, with, I, I totally 100 percent. They've teased us with a um, JSA return for five years, 10 years. I don't even know. <laughs> like uh, since the beginning of DC rebirth, it's been a uh, long it, it was time. Teased. Yeah. yeah. So. It's been a long damn time. And I'm ready it's for true. it to come back. Here's my question. Are people mad at Jeff Johns over this Ray Fisher stuff? I don't know. I don't want to talk about that anymore. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of talking about that thing. Who cares? I'm just if curious. The comic, if the comics are good, I want good comics. I, I don't do care. too, but I'm curious if that's going to hinder sales or something, or there'll be a reaction to it. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm just curious. I don't know if people are mad or not. I'm, I'm indifferent because I don't know the whole story. I'm just curious. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Is, is DC taking a chance? We will never know the whole story. Oh, the only thing we do know is that we all thought that Jeff Johns was like, done at dc completely it and sure now he's like got it. yeah he's got he's got one potentially two ongoing projects in the pipeline so right. i don't know i don't know we'll see um aaron taylor johnson has been cast as the lead role in the spider-man spinoff movie craven the hunter look now i'm not I now, don't, no 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 just hold on okay let me set it up let All me right. set it up All before right. you say anything <laughs> uh please understand that this is part of the uh Sony universe of Marvel characters. Yes. Uh, which <laughs> is a, which is a nice way of saying it's Spider-Man characters without Spider-Man. Sony um, universe of Marvel characters. So it's like some. <laughs> yes. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, so that's, that's part one of the discussion. Part two of the discussion is that Aaron Taylor Johnson, for those of you that don't know him by name, uh, is uh, probably most famous for playing kick-ass in the film adaptations of Mark Miller's uh, kick-ass whoa, comic. Whoa, 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 You're just going to yeah. take Quicksilver away from him? I said most <laughs> famous. I said most famous. Okay, so most infamous, perhaps, for uh, He is also known as, <laughs> he also existed in the MCU as Quicksilver. Uh, that he, he burned bright and faded away. Yes, child uh, of Dracula, and, uh, who spoke like he was from Transylvania. Uh, Avengers Age of, Age of Ultron. <laughs> He was introduced and then immediately killed off. Um, I, I can't remember the last time I was so perplexed by a bit of movie casting. Well, now uh, here's the thing. The studio came right out and they said, look, we wanted Brad Pitt for this role. We were talking about Keanu Reeves for this role. We were talking I, yeah, about I don't, like, some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. We told them to fuck off when yeah, we see, saw that's it. Just it. When, you, when, you say something, when you say something like, here's the thing, that usually means you're going to follow it up with like a justifiable response. Right. That is not a justifiable no, response. But I just love that the studio was like, we fucking we kicked Brad Pitt the fuck. We were like, get out of here, Brad Pitt. We just saw Aaron Taylor Johnson in Bullet Train and it blew us 
gets away. <laughs> like, that's our craven, you know. <laughs> uh, okay, so again, we're dis- we're spending too much time discussing the news. Let's we're moving on. All right, all right. Steam train. We're we're snow piercing. I here. just love it. Well, let me let me ask you guys though, and we'll talk about it. Do you care about a craven movie where Craven does not hunt Spider Man? Because that is a distinct possibility. That is, I think, uh, I, not only a distinct possibility, but a very strong likelihood. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Hickman, uh, Marvel has announced a the, the next X-Men event following the Hellfire Gala, uh, which is currently all-consuming or about to be, uh, and it is Inferno. So they are digging up an old name. Ooh, I'm boy. sure it will have a completely new twist on it. Um, Let me tell you. All we... I love they, Inferno. They, I know you do. <laughs> I love uh, Inferno. <laughs> Marvel released a teaser image, but they only showed half of the image. They only showed it from the title up. So I don't know anything that I don't know. We don't know anything that's going on in the bottom half of that, of that picture. Uh, inside the word Inferno, you see uh, things like um, uh, Magneto. You see Xavier with the Cerebro helmet, Mystique, Emma Frost, Moira. Well, maybe Moira. We don't know. Um, it's Moira. Oh, and there's a uh, baby. Yes. Um, if you zoom in real close, uh, you know how they do that little, they, uh, you know, it's like, it's like data pages, right? Even, even the, even the, even the title page and right. the next issue page are like data pages, right? So sure. they have all these, this little like code in the, in the, in the sidelines. Uh, if you zoom in real close, one of them says the books of destiny. So I believe this is uh, all that stuff about Krakoa not allowing uh, precognitives on the island. Yeah, it's got to be. It has to be. Coming to and, and specifically destiny uh, because Mystique's one caveat was I will, I will do this. I will come live on your island. I will be who you want me to be. Bring back my wife. Yeah. And, and she like just she was just supposed to finish the last job and she failed and they were like sorry baby yeah you blew and it. Uh, <laughs> and so like and Xavier and Magneto were just like uh yeah we'll get right on it the line is really long for mm-hmm. resurrection yeah you know it goes. uh so like nobody nobody actually I don't believe anybody actually knows outside of Xavier and uh and Moira and maybe Magneto um that. Uh, they are purposefully excluding psych uh, precognitives. Yeah, there, um, I mean, people, uh, people are that can see the future, it. like people have definitely mentioned it and stuff, but the, it's like mm, I don't think we're supposed to talk about it. Yeah. So uh, we're getting the return of Zealot to the DCU in the pages of Wonder Woman. Uh, I put out a special call to Brian Domingos to uh, kind of. Uh, talk us through that this wasn't the first time she was mentioned though like they mentioned her they have hinted at her yeah, yes yeah. um uh, but uh, i believe this will be the first time we're like oh it's Zelda. like Zelda is back it's not just Zelda's is back Zelda is an alien she's from kara like they're leaning we don't whole- know all that yeah we dude, don't know all that it's in the article that you posted <laughs> yeah oh i didn't read the article <laughs> yeah Sorry. i didn't no, read the article they're going full I- on this at first i was like okay if they do race of warrior women that we didn't know about fine i don't have a problem with that you know, you got Amazons. Maybe there was another group that didn't like the Amazons. And they're like, nope, she's still an alien. She's still from Kara. The whole shebang. Here we go. I love it. Uh, Pennyworth. If I don't know if anyone's watching it. Sean Epics about Batman's butler. Uh, it has 66% of Rotten Tomatoes. So somebody likes it. It's getting a comic Certif- book. <laughs> Certified fresh, baby. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's my question. My question, uh, like the news is not to me. The news is, is not like. We're getting a t- we're getting a tie into a TV show. That shit happens all the time. Right. 
I want to know if is has anyone actually seen Pennyworth? I is watched, it any good? I watched a, for a few of the episodes and it's fine. Like the first it's fine. But you take Pennyworth out of the title and you would never have any knowledge whatsoever that this was related to Batman, part of Batman. But like, like Thomas Wayne is in it, right? Sure. His name and want, but just briefly and then he's gone. But again, there's nothing about the character where it's like, oh, shit, this is so like they could have called it anything. And it would be the fine show that it is. You know what I mean? It could have been, sure. you know, rock drywall or whatever. And he's a badass British dude that works for MI, whatever, you know? It's okay. Brick, fine. Brick drywall. Try me, brick, brick drywall. drywall. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'd like to hear. Does anyone care about Pennyworth? Let's talk about it. I'm curious. Uh, we're getting a, an, an original graphic novel called Batman the World, and it's going to feature uh creators from 15 different countries it's going to come out in celebration of batman day later this year totally awesome and uh you know hey because it's dc and it is what it is the american section is going to be by brian azarello <laughs> uh and lee bermejo who yeah. you know who's great uh you know maybe we'll finally see batman stick i don't know that was the team that gave us the batman stick wasn't it well, it's the team that tried to give us Batman's dick and oh, then right. DC, DC like rudely took Batman's dick away from us. They did. They were like, no, yeah. Batman doesn't have a dick, guys. Sorry. <laughs> That's not true. He does, too. Stop it, Joe. <laughs> no, sorry. Batman does not have a dick. Uh, Matt has put out a personal request for somebody to break down uh, Star Wars, the High Republic, which I'm not sure why he needs that. There's when, a new there's uh, a new we already reported on this. I know, but there's a new High Republic book that's coming out. I don't know shit about it. I could look it up. I'd rather somebody just breaks it down for me. So fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. You know, lay it on. So yeah, that's like all the, that's all the news that's fit to discuss or ignore on this week's THN cover to cover. And then hit them with our new or latest question of the week. Uh, this week's question comes from us uh, with Modoc making a splash on Hulu. We want to know your favorite C list or below comic book villains. Uh, and if you can name them, uh, the stories that you read that made you fall in love uh, get out of here with your Magnetos or your Doctor Dooms or your, uh, I mean, lame even villain. like loser. I don't lame, even, I don't even want to see, I don't even want B-list villains in here. Yeah. I don't need yeah. like no crossbones. Nobody has made it into a movie. Absolutely not. Well, I mean, no, you can make it. You can make a case for somebody that has been in a movie that is certainly a C or D-list villain. Mm, okay, but like Batroc the Leaper specifically. Yeah, but I mean, he's famous now, baby. But not uh, just that, we are going to take your suggestions and we will use them next week for our Cosmic Long Box when we are going to read stories about these lame villains. It's going to be great. Can't wait. It is. It is going to be great. I hope Matt takes notes. I'm going to take notes and let's get right into it. Let's start with our friend, Mr. Frank Cirillo. Joe yelled at him earlier. Let's see if he's fucking sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking sorry, man. Good morning. Sorry. Totally not sorry. Frank, you're doing it wrong. What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Uh, Well, I, you know, I'm going to answer the question of the week first. Okay. And then, uh, and then go and then move on. So my, uh, I have to say my favorite C-list villains are um, the UFOs. Oh, I love the UFOs. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like such a clearly just, you know, you know, just, Designed right off the Fantastic Four. As a matter of fact, that was their origin. Like, well, the Fantastic Four did it, so we're going to do it and go get superpowers. Totally. And they're just like a bunch of evil capitalists. And, yeah. you know, they come back and they're just jerks. And it worked and out poorly. Yeah. It was really bad for them. And they and they're right. all user-powered through villainy. And I believe they only, they were like Hulk villains, though, weren't they? Yeah, they were Hulk villains. And right. I, I think they've only ever 
showed up like two, three times. So, you know, they get to be a C-list villain, you know, or oh, lower. Yeah. I don't even know. I would go D, possibly F. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. I'm, the, yeah, the, the, yeah, that's... The, the, other one, the other one now, I was just thinking about the first comic book I ever I ever can remember having, which was uh, a Fantastic Four uh, giant size number four, which was like a reprint of, it was its own story, and then there was a reprint of Fantastic Four and the X-Men. But in it was the Puppet Master and the Puppet Master's awesome android. Yeah, and Andy. <laughs> that is one of my favorite stupid villains. Yeah. Is that stupid android? Because I just remember it from uh, as I was a kid, and it was just like it was a giant piece of clay, and it was yeah ridiculous, totally ridiculous. Okay, later on, I mean, that giant piece of clay would get a job at the Savage She Hulk's uh, law office. Excuse me, sir. She was not savage anymore. Oh, pardon me. She, she was law sensational. Office. And she L- would litigious. be he would be awesome Andy and he was their file <laughs> clerk. <laughs> and he was great. That's great. I love awesome Andy. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and, you know what? I, I am kind of uh oh you know what uh I'm sorry. This is me making a complete error. I'm gonna own up to it though. I was going to say that I am disappointed that Awesome Andy is not the robot on the Modoc show, but that is not nope. That's not the Mad Thinker. That's Modoc, and it's the Super Adaptoid. Yes. Oh, so uh, like oh. if it had been if it had been the Mad Thinker, it would have been Awesome Andy. But it, yeah, so. mm. and I do love the Super Adaptoid is just like actually brilliant, really smart, and they're like he wants a, to be loved, and they're like make a smoothie. <laughs> He, they call him the toaster. Yeah, the talking toaster. The toaster's talking to us again. <laughs> Joe, Joe's having a little trouble with his microphone. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, um, my uh, my little mic holder thing uh, oh. is loose. It gets loose. Sometimes. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, mine get mine does that too. Um, hey, you know, I uh, as far as Craven the Hunter, I I would see that. I would see that that movie. He's he's a compelling character. Um, of course, I would want it to dovetail into another Spider-Man movie that is in the MCU because God knows we're never getting a Sony Spider-Man movie because they're going to be fighting over that shit for years. Right. Um, and I, I, yeah, I would, I would see, I would see a Craven the Hunter movie. Okay. But um, let me ask you this. Do you yeah. really think that we, do you really think Craven deserves his own standalone origin film or can you just take care of a short Craven origin and set it up in a Spider-Man movie? Wouldn't you rather yeah, um, see I'm Craven say, in a Spider-Man movie? I'm going to say, yes, you can do it in a Spider-Man movie. And it'll be a lot more efficient to to do it in a Spider-Man right? movie. But but this is just Sony cashing in. Totally. You know, yeah. the biggest problem with Sony is that they won't let go of that Spider-Man, you know, um, they won't let go of the Spider-Man thing. And and they just want to get more and more money off of it. But the thing is, they have handled Spider-Man like I'm gonna say this. Sam Raimi did a phenomenal job with Spider-Man. Those first two Spider-Man movies were probably the best adaption of spider-man i've seen since since you know what marvel did okay when was the last time tom you holland saw hands down my favorite character actor to play spider-man yeah definitely um when was the last time and, you watched the raimi spider-man movies though because i just watched um, them last they don't week. Hold up. i haven't yeah. watched them in a while they don't hold up real well they don't hold up they really don't i think two, two holds up a <laughs> two little is, bit two is still a lot of fun and there's some cool yeah. stuff about it it's definitely the best one but oh, there's yeah. still a yeah. lot of problems with two. right yeah three is terrible yeah you three know is, three it's is just, bad it's just garbage. And, it's, and it's a shame it's a real shame because there was a lot there, there was a lot of potential in that movie that it could have gone a really good way and it just didn't but that comes down to again that came down to sony interfering yeah 
Sony, Sony was like, no, 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 you got to do it this way. No, 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 you got to do it this way. And that's why eventually. Oh, yeah, they made him. They made him have yeah. uh, Venom. They forced yeah. Venom on oh, him. Oh, yeah, right. definitely. And that's why Raimi was just like, eventually, no, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. There's too much. There was there was too much fight, fighting with the studio and the director. You know, Sam, I love Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi is a fantastic director. I love, I love him, too. Everything he's done. Love Sam Raimi. Yeah. Now, how, how do you I'm feel not, about. Wait, I'm not taking yeah, anything away ahead. from Sam Raimi. So, but let's the, let's get back to Craven. One of the. Yeah, Sony and one of the things that Sony's doing that drives me nuts is they're like, we got the power. Spider-Man's ours. And, and they're like, Disney's being real jerks to us. Like, well, you're a mega corporation to figure it out. First of all, second, don't tease us with this. Like we've cast Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven. And it's gonna be the story of Craven and Craven's been cast for multiple films. And you know what that means? We're not going to say it out loud, but that means if we rejigger the contract a little bit, maybe sort of, could Spider-Man possibly? Yes, we think so. But anyway, back to what we're saying. Like, what? Right. <laughs> like, you, I, you don't I get think, to make calls like that and feed those rumor monsters, yeah, you know? Ridiculous. And, and I think if Sony ever makes another Spider-Man movie, it's going to be without Tom Holland. It's going to be with another actor. Yeah. Because Tom Holland has gone on record as saying, I would not like to leave the MCU. Yeah. And I don't want to. And it's like, this is a great, he, he really loves the, the, the synergy inside of that of of that movie's universe all of the actors that's one of the one of the biggest differences you see with the actors from the MCU and the actors from the DCU is the MCU actors are all they are all in it a hundred and uh, well you can't go more than a hundred percent but they're yeah, all in they're it all like bu- and they're 110%. all ten percent buddies and they love it and yeah. they're having a great time yeah. and I am terrified that Sony is trying to build their Spider-Man brand to the point where they can say done with you marvel we don't need you anymore no and i don't agree with spider-man I, I don't agree with this at all i i think there's too much money on the table oh yeah and you are acting like sony operates from a point of pride and that is not how corporations work sony seems they to are, no no <laughs> they don't they don't they're making these movies because they think that they can make money making spider-man adjacent movies yes. and they're right venom was a success it was really we'll see and what now happens we're getting venom to red venom we'll see what happens with morbius and with craven i guess but yeah I mean, like but like nobody like nobody at sony is like we'll show marvel who can do it but no that's bullshit I'll that's bet, bullshit I, i'm saying that's exactly what's going on and that's, they and if you they feel would be a terrible business they man. feel <laughs> they get a chance to break it off and own 100 percent of it and make it theirs Thank they God go I control that. our finances, Frank. That's they all I'm going to say. We'll <laughs> go for that. Uh, if Matt was in charge of paying the bills or getting anything uh, done around here, we would be, we would have died on the vine. All right. Um, so uh, now I, I think there's too much. Uh, not only do I, not only do I think that, uh, that Sony is only doing this because they think there's money in it. I think there's too much money in uh, letting uh, Marvel and not letting Marvel continue with Spider-Man if Marvel wants to continue with Spider-Man. Every time they oh, renew, yeah. every time they renew their deal, they get less of a percentage every time. That doesn't mean Spider-Man anything. Stuff. So that why wouldn't they want anything? 100% of Spider-Man stuff. Why wouldn't they want that? Well, I mean, yes, I realize I'm a terrible businessman. I'm, I'm the worst businessman in the world, but 100% yeah, Matt, sounds in a, of better course, than in a, 50. In a, in a, in a perfect world, yes, Sony, I'm sure, would love 100% of Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. they made that deal to begin with. I agree. 
And then they threatened to pull out and then they went back to oh, the deal. Please. Yes, they threatened to pull out because that never happens in business negotiations. I'm not it doesn't, but they threatened, to, they threatened to pull out of everything. Tom Holland had to get drunk and call them crying and ask them not to, <laughs> which is a true <laughs> story. Again, again <laughs> this is all theatrics. This is all theatrics. There was no chance that Sony was going to actually steal Spider-Man back from Marvel. I, I don't, it wasn't going to happen. I don't disagree, but I would much rather... Spider-Man just goes to Marvel. I'm I'm sick of this. Well, yes, I, I'm, I agree with it. that as well. Like, Frank, uh, this is not an argument I'm making. Right. I am saying that Sony is not Sony is in it for the money. Bottom line. I period, don't disagree. I don't disagree. I just think that in their mind, they can make more money if they might break him off, which terrifies me. If they can't come to grips with, but with Marvel Studios and own more, it scares the hell out of me. Frank, no, I, I agree with Joe. They're never they're never going to say you know, like, okay, we're breaking it off with, with Marvel. Marvel's doing too good of a job yeah. with Spider-Man. Yes. And yeah. I, I don't, and I think absolutely they're in it for the money. They're doing it. They're, everything they do is a crash, a cash grab, a, a cash grab. It's a cash you know, grab. A crash grab. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a cash cab. Like, <laughs> but, the show. you know, like, here's the thing though. If they, if they make good movies, like, look, Fox made terrible, fantastic four movies. Yeah. They made, terrible to mediocre x-men movies they made yeah. one good x-men movie and thought they were like we, we gotta rule the x-men universe right and then they continue to just bury the franchise yeah okay um but sony if they continue to make good spider-man adjacent movies at some point those may get folded into the the mcu when sony says ah all right you know what we're willing to set, sell spider-man back to you for a billion dollars yeah we'll see. and marvel and you know disney's like Okay. Yeah, you and know, I'm fine with and, that. I'm fine. If that's what happens, know. great. I mean, and I would rather that. Frank, we got well, some more people lined up here. All right. Man. It's good to talk to you, though, brother. Good to talk to you guys, too. Thank you, Frank. Have a great one. JD, get in here. Talk to us, brother. How are you today? I'm good. There he is. Can you guys hear me? Yep. There you are. There was Absolutely. a weird little delay, but you're here now. How are we? That's all right. Uh, so I uh, just finished your TLDR on King and Black. Nice. Uh, and Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. That staff was taken directly from Idrisil. Oh, that was from the World Tree, and so he, okay. And he was unlocking the Asgardian power. Got it. The remnants of the Asgardian power that he had taken when he stole the Odin Force to take Loki out when he was Sorcerer Supreme. Okay. That now suddenly that makes sense because that, okay. That explains why he has like runes. That's all so over weird. Him why, like there was no mention of, there were no details about that. Yeah. When I Googled the, when I looked at the wiki, it was just like, and then Dr. Strange got stronger. The end. Right. And they didn't yeah. say that like in the comic, they didn't say anything either. You know, like he could have said, no, no. hand me the staff. All he had to say was hand me the staff of Yggdrasil. And we go, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, and that's, that's we got it. Because in, in Thor number 12, uh, which deals with some of the aftermath. You've got Valkyrie basically, you know, carrying a wiped out Doctor Strange back to the right, back to the Sanctum Sanctorum, because you don't just access, you don't just tap into the Odin Force and not get paid, you know, and not pay for it. Sure, of course. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right, right. You don't just take a bite of the World Tree and feel great. You know, that's not how. Well, it and that you know what that um, <laughs> that kind of makes sense that there was that thematic link with him stamping the stick on the ground. Yeah. Um, not that, you know, not that the, not that the staff disguising itself as Mjolnir was made from the world tree, but uh, you know, it, it, it invoked that same. Like Thor with that same energy. And, yeah. Was it yeah. not? I, 
I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I don't, um, think, I, I don't think I don't, it was supposed to be Donald I mean, Blake's. I, the, I, I think the, the staff was an illusion. Like, um, oh, right, right. Donald Blake's walking stick was basically like an illusion. Right. Um, and we just finished but, a story um, where they destroyed Donald Blake's stick because of what happened to Donald Blake. So that mm-hmm. was really, really, really bad news. It was great. Uh, now, however, uh, spoilers for the end of War of the Realms. Um, when Mjolnir was reforged at the heart of the sun and came back just in time to defeat, uh, Malekith, uh, the, the pommel or whatever you call it, whatever you call the, the, the wooden part the handle. was, uh, from the handle. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I've been binging game of Thrones and they're like, i I've been binging Game of Thrones, and the pommel is the thing at the end of the, at the bottom of the sword. Joe's a time traveler, you guys. He's having yeah. trouble fitting into our modern society. Um, okay? <laughs> but the the handle the handle of of the reforged Mjolnir is wood from Yggdrasil. Yeah. Um, if you, if you want a real technical term, you could call it the haft. Okay. Hey there. Whoa. There we go. All right. Pommels and hafts today on Cover to Cover, folks. Glad you tuned in. <laughs> So let's talk question of the week because I know you have some C and D and E and F list. Oh, yeah, that yeah, you love. yeah. Let's so, get into uh, it. I, I started going back through Daredevil because he is a treasure trove. Oh, uh, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just go back and look at his old covers from like the late 70s, early 80s and all of that. I mean, you get your jesters and your your uh, leapfrogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, those guys. But uh, no, my favorite of those are... Uh, the ones that I like the best, my favorite C&D list, come from Wolverine, actually. Uh, Wolverine Volume 2, Number 4, was the first appearance, and they didn't even get his name right. Uh, Bloodsport and Roughhouse. Oh, yes. Sorry, Blood Scream. But he was Blood Scream. Blood Scream was a vampire, right? Yeah, he was the weird pseudo-psychic vampire yes, thing. That yes, yes. his jaw. I'm going to drop him into the uh, chat so everybody can see this link, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So blood scream. Let me see if I can. The man who became blood screen was originally a surgeon who accompanied Sir Francis Drake and his exploration fleet to North America in the early 17th century during a skirmish with some natives in Canada. He was wounded. Drake found a native healer named Dagu to treat him. Very Canadian name, by the way. Instead of healing the surgeon, though, who was plainly dying, Dagu used an eldritch spell to trap him between life and death. Zachariah Ravenscroft became a sort of vampire. What does this say? Sort of powerful and immortal, but always hungry. So vampire, but not vampire. Right, right, right. Psychic vampire, just kind of, he absorbs life force, so it's kind of like Sauron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, who was the other guy? It was Blood Scream and Powerhouse. Rough House. Rough House. And yeah. he, he was just a big, strong dude, right? They thought he was Asgardian. Uh, they thought he was like related. He was like like half rock tool or something. Let's see if I can find him. Here he is, Rough House. Not a lot on this guy. <laughs> okay, um, he was stated to have possible mythological origins. And was speculated to have been born in Asgard. Uh, well, he was a mutant, though. He was classified yeah. as a mutant. He was believed to be descended from Asgardian native rock trolls. Also known to have been systematically abused by his father as a boy. So, you know, 
Not his fault. Broken home and all that. Right. Uh, came to the Island Nation of Madripoor along with his partner, pseudo vampire Bloodscream. So, yeah, it's pseudo vampire. They found employment under General Coy. They worked with Tiger Tiger, tried to kill Wolverine. Uh, cocaine inducing. What? Yeah, I don't know. He sold, but- they got, he sucked. He got sold to Geist, a former. High-ranking agent of Nazi Germany and a cyborg. Oh, Geist was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. the, the, the black hood and the, and the cybernetic arms. Oh, yeah. It's so great. That's such a great era of Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Joe is back. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I had a, I had a, uh, I had a bit of a tangle with my new setup and I had to fix it, but Matt go. does not give me permission to control my own destiny. So I had to wait until he was done talking about rough house. I made you the host. <laughs> now make me the host back jerk. No, um, I'm the host now. I, I, look at me. Look at me. I'm the host now. We're going to get cut oh, off shortly. Matt, Matt, hold <laughs> a picture of Geist because. That's just too. I don't perfect. remember Geist. I he was a Nazi oh, cyborg. God, you'll, you'll you'll know him. You'll remember him the minute you see his picture. Nicholas Geist is that him? The Nazi? Yep, Nazi ghost who still haunts the free world. Here he is. Yeah, Doctor Nicholas Geist was a brilliant Nazi scientist who helped Adolf Hitler rise to power. So he no, he's a jerk. Became Hitler's advisor during World War II. Gave Hitler ideas on how to run the concentration camps. So bad, 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 bad news. He was Ooh, then yikes. collected by the Covenant, who enlisted Geist for their own purposes, forcing him to forget about his Thule Society affiliation. Okay. The Thule no. Society, that is the, gotcha. the occult, the occult Nazi stuff. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Steve Rogers returned the modern age. Geist led an attack alongside Baron Strucker and the Resurrection Corps. That's not the picture that, that that's not what he looks like as far as like I remember. From yeah, him. I don't remember him looking like this from the Wolverine comics. So I'm saying this is something yeah, he popped he, up he, in he, recently. He like was like had cybernetic arms and like a like a full like headpiece that went over his head. That's cyber. Yeah, you're thinking of cyber, dude. No, 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 no. Cyber's big, strong guy. This no, oh, okay. his arms are fully cybernetic. They're like got like ropey cybernetic bits, and he's got like a, a scalpel for a left hand. Oh yeah, yeah. I, oh uh, okay, yes. okay, uh, okay. Yeah, you, you just need to look at other images. Yeah. So that may have been an early appearance when he was, uh, or like a flashback appearance when he was yeah. just looking like a dude in a weird coat. But yeah, here he is, fully uh, with the scalpel hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, he looks like Silvermane, like uh, yeah, Nazi yeah. Nazi Silvermane. Totally. Yeah, very. Yeah, totally. Very yeah. yeah, Wolverine, deep well of loser, <laughs> loser, especially, villain. Especially a magic work is you know Wolverine's just, villains. Suck. Oh yeah, and like so many of them, it's like you know you know I'm gonna go fight Wolverine. You know how I'm gonna do it with these blade hands that I have. They're like okay, time out. Yeah. You know that like he's got an unbreakable skeleton and he also has knives that can cut through your blade hands, right? Like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got this guy. <laughs> like, really? I don't, know cla- I don't know if we can quite classify Deathstrike as C-list. She's at least B-list. Yeah, so, Deathstrike. I would say, I, I would say that uh, as, as in terms of ex-villains, yeah. Lady Deathstrike's definitely yeah. B-list. Yeah. The weirdest connection though is, is, is Lady Deathstrike's connection bullseye yes because her father created the adamantium bonding process oh that's right, right. And, and bullseye, and bullseye has, adamantium has an bond. adamantium skeleton now not anymore but he used to <laughs> he's feeling much better now though <laughs> Wait, well you know he died he he's been killed and resurrected so many times that, that happens i don't i don't bullseye think happened? yeah oh yeah oh, at least yeah. once at least once for sure huh 
Um, but yeah, because uh, Bullseye's always getting his teeth knocked out. Like you yeah. ain't got no adamantium skeleton if you're getting your no, teeth no, knocked he had, out. I thought he just had the spine. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe that's a thing now. Maybe no, he's just, got a new. Okay. They repaired his spine with adamantium, and that was yeah. a thing. But later on, his full skeleton got laced with adamantium. Oh, really? Because yeah, oh, wow. yeah, they did a whole thing where like he got shot in the head and didn't die, and he I was like, yeah, with, things are different now. <laughs> you know. I remember when they did that with uh, Sabretooth and he came back with adamantium teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking god damn it. Uh, oh, grill. you know what? Ultimate <laughs> Ultimate Sabretooth had that shit too. Yeah. Where he Oh yeah. Where but he he just had like he only had like the fingernail claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the teeth that were adamantium. And yeah. Like, no, dude, you just look like you came from the manicurist. Yeah, he had a <laughs> he had a grill and press on nails, basically. Uh, Frank wants to know if the brood are sealist or not. I say absolutely oh. not. The brood are terrifying. Uh, no. I would also say the brood, like oh, that's a whole race. You know, and yeah, like we're just also, talking characters. I mean, they're villains. They're villains. But they're bad. If there's an entire story arc named after you. Yeah. You're not a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and also, and I think if we're saying that Lady Deathstrike is B list, then the Brood are definitely B. Most definitely. Yeah. Without yeah, a doubt. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but I mean, X Men are so synonymous with the Brood. So fair enough. JD, very, very, very true. Good to yeah. talk to you, man. Always. Thank you for bringing up some really shitty Wolverine villains. Yes. <laughs> and we're definitely going to read that talk book. Later, we're definitely going to read that one next week. That's going to be fun. You're going to read that one. Oh, I can't wait. I, it was Larry Hamill. Oh, I Wolverine. Read that one too. Shit. Yeah, dude. That's how it works. Larry Hamill Wolverine. He's just like throwing anything he could against the wall at the time. I loved it. <laughs> David Robbins, <laughs> how are you, my man? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. You're a little quiet. Can you get a little closer to your mic? Absolutely. Sorry. Uh, new setup with the desktop at the new apartment. So I'm trying to get everything straightened out. That's all right. That's all right. Joe Patrick just like unplugged all the shit and fell on the floor earlier. So, you know, I did. I did. But I'm back. You know, things happen. OK, Callisto. Uh, I love Callisto, which uh, nah, I think she's definitely C. God bless below. Sarah Lorsing to verdict. She comes in here and always has some good suggestions. Um, but I would say Callisto, not a bad guy. She was misunderstood. She was a Morlock. Yeah, you know, OK, come on. You're splitting hairs. We don't need to split hairs. If but would you call her Callisto, a villain? I Has call she fought villain. the X-Men? Yes. Well, sure. But I mean, like, so is Magneto. Well, you know what? You don't have to choose Callisto for your list. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> David, are you, can you hear? Are you there? Are you louder? I'm here. You good? He's, He's not louder. Right? You're still a little quiet, but let's just. I feel like you're rap. quieter now. Yeah. You may have gotten quieter, honestly. Is that better? Yes. Much better. Okay. 100% better. Yes. How are Coming we? Through my headset mic and not the desktop mic. Everything's all screwy. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So, um, first of all, how does bullseye not die from adamantium poisoning? Cause that's it, how Sabretooth and Wolverine great question. Yes. Because great Sabretooth question, and Wolverine, and nobody have, wants you to ask. They that. have a healing. And nobody factor, wants you to ask. About and it's just like, they're constantly filtering the poison out of their blood. They're fine. Right. Cause that's why Wolverine devolved once the adamantium got removed in fatal attractions is yes. because the, the healing factor went unchecked. Yes. And he turned Weird. into a dog that preferred to wear a do rag. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But let us never speak of that again. I mean, oh, I just I love, love the I love the idea that, you know, Wolverine lived for 150 years before he got adamantium, but yep. an extra five minutes is all it took for his healing factor to go. I guess you're a dog. It's well, true. It'd been there so long, though. You know, just like working twice as hard. So it's like any muscle, man. Why you're, didn't he turn into a, a dog at any point in the preceding 100 years? <laughs> Look, I, I'm just saying, you know, like, I, I think I think Matt's right there. It's the, the healing factor was was doing its own thing and repairing right. damage. Then it was in overdrive compensating from the adamantium. Yes. Then the adamantium got removed and the healing factor was still in overdrive. Yeah. And he turned into a dog. Wait, person. It, oh, hold, it, now, hold on. Just dial it back. Uh, point of order. I actually have a correction here. 
now that I'm remembering it, Wolverine's uh, Wolverine did not turn into a dog as a result of Magneto pulling the uh, the adamantium out of his body. He turned into a dog because Genesis, the son of Apocalypse, tried to force adamantium back into his body in Wolverine 100. Oh, that's right. That's right. And he freaked out. Yeah. And his body was like, no. Yeah. And turned into a dog. Totally and then he freaked was descended out. from a race of dog people. Yeah. Well, that's, you know. Adam Wednesday asked if this was secondary mutation, but David Robbins just spoiled it. No, it was not because he's descended from a race of dog people. Yep. <laughs> again, again, like Adam and him, something we would rather not discuss. This is fucking dumbest. Um, but yeah, no, it, 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 it makes, Ugh. it makes, it makes no sense at all. Like, okay. Lady Deathstrike. Um, I think she's probably got adamantium in her robot parts. Yeah, she does. But those are robot parts. Yes. It's not in her body. She has yeah. cybernetic arms. With like adamantium claws, right? right or right. something. Yeah. And uh, so, yes, I'm sorry. Genesis is the son of Cable. Thank you, Brian. I can't believe I messed it up. Good he Lord. was trying to become the new apocalypse, yes. if, if, if I recall correctly. Yeah, you're thinking of Nemesis slash Holocaust. Yes, I am. And uh, uh, I love so, that we, you guys. I love that we do this. I really do. I do too. I do too. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Just I like do too. Whipping out like future cable babies and and evil cable sons, and you know, I love it. Yeah, I know. Um, so, uh, Bullseye and um, other any other character that has adamantium on the inside of their body that does not have a healing factor should be poisoned. Should have died. Right. Yep. Unless they explain something like if there's a no prize explanation or something that Marvel put in a story to justify. Somebody looked that up um, uh, to, to justify that, like the adamantium bonding process changed. Maybe it had like a maybe it had like a special um, gel coating, like a like a like a pill you buy. So that it made it go down smoother. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Um, <laughs> uh, easy gel caplet coating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that it, like it doesn't actually touch the inside of your body. It's okay. just uh, it's you, in there. You yeah, just have to take a daily glucosamine supplement and you're fine. Sure. Glucosamine chondroitin. I used to sell that shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> actually, I have this fantastic shark fin powder that just like clears it right up. It's great. There you, you go. Know? <laughs> um, Okay, so my my D list um, has got to be the tween Hellfire Club. Oh, I love them. They are uh, yes, I, I agree though. Like they're they're kind of like forgotten about. No, no, they they have they have appeared in the post Krakoa X universe. Yeah, they're just ridiculous. Uh, but they are so like one of them's the descendant of Frankenstein. It's yeah, like, it's so silly. They they're, are so silly. They're, they're great so though. Silly. I love them. I love them. Uh, yeah, Jason Aaron <laughs> created them uh, in Wolverine and the X Men, and yeah. they are great. Yeah. Um, okay, so I cannot uh, talking about Matt's uh, uh, discussion. I cannot talk about the High Republic. If you are interested in some of the Legends timeline, I can give you some info on that. Um, I know not, a lot of the pass. Legends. I know a lot of the Legends stuff. I just okay. I'm not really clear on what the High Republic is. It's the era of it's like the golden age of the Jedi it's following like, the time of the old Republic. I'm it's a, it's sure like it's, 200 and some years prior to the events of the prequel, but it's not, I thought it was more the KOTOR timeline. Yeah. It's after KOTOR. It's after it's the after old Republic. KOTOR. Okay. Yes. Okay. See, and I didn't know what the difference between Knights of the old Republic and this, I, I just didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. It's, it's basically like the golden, it's the golden age of the Jedi where it was like this, you know, the, the Jedi were at the peak of their, you know, not only their, their power, but their membership and their, you know, 
like they were hot shit in the galaxy. Right. And um, yeah, so it was, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, it basically, yeah, the, the golden age. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's only, I believe uh, Frank can uh, check me on this cause he's doing this. Oh, uh, he's, he's, he's correcting in the chat as we go. Um, he confirmed what I said about the High Republic, but he said that the uh, the Jedi kept peace in the galaxy for a thousand years. Uh, so it's I, I guess it takes place longer. Uh, it started longer ago than I said, but I believe it lasted up. And I believe what we read when it was first uh, introduced and we reported on the show is that it lasted up until a couple hundred years before the prequels. Okay, and um, and so like following the night the old republic timeline we get to the high republic and then there's a thousand year golden age of peace i guess i didn't know the, the jedi or the jedi are basically the king shits of the galaxy i guess i didn't know the old republic was that long ago oh long long ago. i mean i yeah, knew it was ancient. a i knew it was a while but i knew it was a thousand years i, I didn't yeah yeah no there's like dinosaurs and everything okay yeah i think the Me. old republic <laughs> like for knights of the old republic i think it's five thousand uh bby and yeah it's very old High republic is like a thousand okay BBY. by the way i did find a reddit conversation if adamantium is poisonous how does bullseye not how does bullseye have his whole skeleton and not die and if you click on it they go our cdn is unable to reach our servers right now so we'll never fucking know thanks reddit that the question <laughs> is the question it's too dangerous to be asked. I think you're right. I think you're just like, no, you just have to agent agent Smith is going to show up with his cronies <laughs> and, and try to cart you away to the matrix. But no, it's one the line. Answer, the answer is locked in a safe with the 11 herbs and spices and the recipe for Dr. Pepper. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the 20, the 23 flavors there of you Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Let me tell you what, there's one flavor. It's Dr. Pepper flavor. Uh, cherry vanilla, Dr. Pepper prune. Yeah. That shit is the goat prune as I understand it. So. Vanilla, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the complete Canon star Wars timeline timeline. Uh, so, okay. Uh, the 200, 232 years before the battle of Yavin BBY battle of Yavin is from star Wars, a new hope, uh, is high Republic uh, light of the Jedi, which was the first high Republic novel. Okay. Um, but that is not necessarily the start of the High Republic. It's just when that novel took place. Right. This isn't like the Silver Age where like, you know, Hal showed up took, and we we're like, okay, right. it took place from 1950, 1950, 1954 to, you know, 1975. Right. <laughs> right. With the first modern age book or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. Conan number one or however you want to. Sure. David. Uh, so, David. You still we kind of steamrolled over David. So yeah. David, what else did you, did did you have did anything, anything else, else sorry, you wanted brother. to talk about? <laughs> Um, I'm excited. We just got the release this week of, uh, or last week of, uh, Ravenloft book for D and D five E. Oh, um, fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, Van Richten's guide to Ravenloft. Mm-hmm. So we've got, uh, some, some five E, uh, information for like the, the races and some other, uh, sub things in there. They've done some modifications and, uh, some political correctness, uh, for the Vistani, which was needed. Because that was super racist, super racist and, uh, <laughs> relic of a bygone era. Yeah. You um, know, so they've they've you know done some updates and things to that. Um, there's been some uh, information out for uh, Vampire the Masquerade for the tabletop game this week. Um, they announced that the Sabat uh, source book is coming out in fall. 
which is like uh, essentially Deacon Frost from the Blade movie. Oh, cool. Where these people are our food. We should be ruling them. Yeah. Um, why are we hiding? That's from lack of a better word, the Sabbat. Nice. Um, and uh, they've they they've kind of hinted at them in the sources that have come out so far in the new edition, but they haven't actually released a book. And now they're releasing a book to use them as antagonists, not necessarily PCs. Oh, that's kind of fun. So, so You've been threatening cool. to make us play this for quite a while, by the way, David. Dude, life happened. Throwing that out uh, there. Yeah, you moved and stuff, right? I, get I moved. I get um, I've barely got stuff unpacked. Um, my personal game that I was running for friends has been on hold for 15 months. Fair so, enough. Like, it's it's been a thing. Um, I'm I'm going to still put something together for you guys. I'm just trying to get life together. I don't even have the apartment unpacked yet, and it's <laughs> it's a process. That's so. just my fan, Randy. Don't freak out. <laughs> that's, the, that's that's the sun reflecting off of his ceiling. Yeah, fan I have a constant, I have a constant strobe light going this, in the ziggurat where we're just like the mole men are behind me, like getting down, you know? Hey, Matt, <laughs> oh, I thought that, that was the sun, but it's a light. We had that light switch installed for you so you could turn the lights on and off. Yes. Not so you could throw light switch rays. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> David, good down. to talk to you, man. We will talk to you again soon. Absolutely, guys. Take right, care. Buddy. Be safe. Let's Bye, David. Uh, so, uh, just real quick, check into the chat. Uh, uh, a fun fact we've learned about Frank is that he is allergic to that shark fin powder that you mentioned. A lot of people are, I got a lot of complaints. I didn't know. I mean, it's not my fault. All right. And he also said that, uh, when Wolverine, when Wolverine fought off the brute transformation, it was his adamantium that anchored him to his humanity, uh, which I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how that works, but that's how the story was told. So what's, that's what we'll accept. I thought it was something. Like the adamantium was so poisonous that the brood were like, we can't do this in this body like type thing. I mean that maybe that was it. I think that was part. Um, so JD, uh, found some information about bullseye on Google. The suggested reason, uh, is because, uh, the reason uh, bullseye is not immediately killed by adamantium poisoning is because <laughs> the adamantium is not bonded to his skeleton rather what? it's fused what uh, which is exactly <laughs> what i said when i said candy coating so it's let me a get candy this coating straight. on his skeleton if i swallow mercury it'll kill me but if i bond it to my skeleton no no no, no, no. you can't fine. bond it you, ca- you have oh, to fuse me. it you if i fuse it. mercury into yeah, my yeah, skeleton yeah. i'll be okay <laughs> um Got so it. uh but like I, but he is right because uh, uh, i remember very specifically oh that's dumb the the wolf like it's not just that it's not just that uh wolverine's bones are covered in adamantium they are laced with adamantium, which means the adamantium is in his right, bones. right, right. Yeah, it's in there. And with bullseye, that's not the case. It does not interfere with his biological processes. Uh, like it doesn't taint his bloodstream. It's just also it's just sitting there. <laughs> it's it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there. Also, um, it's adamantium B, which is a replica of that's adamantium right. that not, does not have the exact properties of the original. It's not the real which shit. Is totally something I remember reading in the handbook. That's right. It's super tough, but it's not the real shit. Speaking of the real yeah, shit, Brian Domingos is here. Brian is the real shit. Hello, 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 Brian. How are you today, sir? What's going on, guys? Uh, wait, just that might be your new nickname, Brian, the real shit Domingos. <laughs> oh, I mean, guys, come on, you can't give yourself your own nickname. Oh no, it's king shit. It's it's king shit. Brian, 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 king shit Domingos. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, my son made the mistake a couple months ago um, asking me um, who is Cable, and. Um, <laughs> 
like it's a long story, son. I, How long do you have? Literally, <laughs> literally like 12 minutes later, I'm still talking. And he looked at me like, oh, okay. Cause he's 10 and he doesn't care. But um, uh, uh, real quick before you move on, uh, my wife, uh, no, this, my wife, uh, this did not happen. Uh, we were watching, um, we were watching a show on Thursday night and one of the characters on the show mentioned uh, the hell mouth. And I was terrified that Michelle was going to ask me what a hellmouth was like. And I was sweating because there's no way I'm going to be able to like succinctly explain. Oh yeah. It's a TV concept of a hellmouth (laughs) without getting into deep Buffy lore. And I can only imagine that being the same with a cable conversation. I have the The year was 1520. I have the same conversation with Casey where like she'll bring something up, but I've learned now I, where I turn and I give her this look and she doesn't care. And I get very low and I go, do you actually want to have this conversation? Yeah, right. Yeah. And the, before, the answer, like with a, with a, you know, with, <laughs> yeah. with, with a, with a kid, it's different, but right. like, I, I realize now like my wife does not. But like it. before I even finish the sentence, she goes, Nope, Nope, never mind. <laughs> I just realized this is a minefield that I don't want to run through because it's going to be thousands of yards long. <laughs> right. it, kind, it kind of was like, I it was like, Oh, he's the son of Cyclops. Um, Oh, and, and, um, yeah, Metal Empire. Well, see, because she's Jean's clone, and yeah. then um, eh. you know, and like going through it, and then and then there's like another thing, and it's like, oh, but Jean's sort of his mom because when they got married, they went into the future and they raised like kind of all, like I was enjoying the entire journey, and he was like, oh, okay. oh, by the way, they had to send Cable to the future, yeah, <laughs> right, right. which he is was, something you got glossed over, right? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I definitely met. Yeah, it's like, why is his arm metal? It's like, good thing you since well, you asked. I'm so, I'm so glad. Um, yeah. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Oh my god, it was it was really fun. But he it's looked like, at me like, oh, remember, "What have I done?" We remember like for how long Cable ran around the comics, going like, "Well, the only thing that holds, you know, the the disease, the I can't remember what it's called, the cybernetic, the, uh, the techno organic virus. The only thing that holds yeah. the techno organic virus back is my psionic powers. And if I didn't, if that wasn't there, I'd whoa, I'd be blowing everything up. But you know, techno organic virus. And they're like, Cable, that's we got. That's it. one of those. <laughs> that's one of those things like like uh, the." Uh, galaxy quest where it's like god if somebody asked me yeah if, like if the world is under tr- in trouble with the techno organic virus i know right what right yeah you know like you <laughs> yes. know, like the kid with the plans like i know what yeah you do. Ju- I, you're, I, you're justin yeah. long and, right. and we're all just waiting for that moment did you say like, organic virus? shine yeah. i have a lot of experience with that yeah i just like i i pray i like i i, I pray that if like i don't want it to happen but if there is ever a a, a, a situation a world crisis i want it to be that the only way to save it is with some deep seated nerd bullshit. Oh yeah. Because I can call the president and be like, Mr. President, I, I serve at your pleasure, please. I'm ready. Send air force one. <laughs> Mr. President, it turns out that the adamantium is not laced in his <laughs> it's skeleton. Not, it's not bonded. <laughs> it's bonded. It is Try just <laughs> un- unbonding it and only fuse it. Yes. Yeah. Have you tried, have you tried unbonding it and then bonding it again? Uh, right. Yeah. yeah uh, it's, it's X-Men trivia. Be like, yes, but this guys, this is what we've been training. Like, no, for. no, 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 no. Yeah. Genesis is, <laughs> Cable's son, yeah, not right. Apocalypse's son. Yes. You're thinking of, you're thinking of Nemesis. Right. Norad is totally wrong here. Don't listen to him. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, it's so- like the, it's like the Armageddon. It's like the, it's like the nerd version of Armageddon. It's like, I will. 
Please, somebody find me some deep shore drillers. <laughs> Are there any nerds no, in the room? No, like, it's, it's they, you're not the Legion deep shore drillers. Though. You're the disgraced, crazy yeah. scientist that nobody want to listen to who busts oh, into the room. Right. I'm the Jeff like, Goldblum. Get him out of yeah. here! And like, hold I'm on, the Jeff Gold, let him I'm talk. The Jeff <laughs> <in> <laughs> yeah, totally. I used to date. I used to date the president's yes. wife. Yes, or whatever the president's ex girlfriend. It's the whole thing. You're disgraced, but you but you yeah, know right. the secret. Yeah, exactly. Brian, what do you I'm, actually want to talk now about? I'm running a, now I'm running a cable TV station with Harvey Fire. Sure, <laughs> Brian. What did you want to talk about today? Um, well, I mean, also one of my um, my favorite things, um, Zealot in the DC universe again. Very mm-hmm. exciting. Um, congratulations to you guys. We're finally there. I know. Um, we did it, and so we're we leaning it. into it. They're not changing anything. They're just leaning into it. Is what it is. It's, there you go. It's a, I guess it's a, a single issue um, drawn by Chris Sprouse, which is great. Oh, um, love me some Chris Sprouse. And oh. um, yeah, I mean, Matt uh, Rosenberg is like totally a fan yeah. and on board for this stuff. And I, you know, it, it really helps having Ben Abernathy be like the head honcho over there because he's the old head honcho at Wildstorm. Yep. Like, this is the moment. This is it, guys. If, it, if, if no one buys it, it's never going to happen. This yeah. is it. This is, this is it, guys. It. It's, it's my, this is, finally, it's my time to shine. There's a secret five-issue miniseries for Grifter that three issues are out. Yeah. They're, they're already out. Just go buy it. Everybody buy it. All the nerds on the, the, the Wildstorm universe Facebook group, all they do is complain. I like the old stuff. It's like, you like stuff from like one year in the night. Yeah. Yeah. I've let's, seen your let's, post. Let's really you love 1994. And let's really think about the old stuff. Okay. Like yeah, <laughs> let's drill down into it. Shall we? I'm what, like, Oh my what God. was great. Yeah. Like what really was great. Cause you're, well, you're, listen, you're fantasizing about a very small group of books. <laughs> I just, I just finished reading my, uh, my custom, uh, my o- Omaha bound custom made uh, grifter, uh, collection and yeah man, those books are books yeah man they are you know i i i realized oh i've only read this issue once like so this is the second time like the, the that <laughs> second grifter series is like iffy and there's some okay art sometimes but yeah like, man it was just great. like going through the motions it wasn't great it wasn't great no but it, uh, it's it's a nice tome to have them I'm, I'm excited to have it but uh, tying this back to our discussion of, of cable lore, uh, mm-hmm. I'm currently I'm currently going through a very similar uh, reread of Onslaught. Oh, I it's love it! Inspired by our heroes reborn, Cosmic Longbox. Mm-hmm. Um, not uh, just that. Did you read Way of X two? I haven't read Way of X two yet. Something definitely right. happens. Onslaughty. All right. Gotcha. Onslaughtish. If you gotcha, will. gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, but uh, I, I yeah, to, I, I, I got the onslaught omnibus like cheap, like four years ago, and it took me about a month to read. Does it weigh 200 oh, pounds? Yeah. It's so, so okay. big. I would it's guess, not, like, I would guess if your omnibus fell on one of your children, they may never walk again. Like, it's got to oh, be massive. It, it, it is. It's, it's that sort of thing. Like, you have to lay it down on a table. Like, I, yeah. I have to change yeah. the way that I like. Yeah, you need I've a, got a, a chair lectern. That I, yeah, like an old timey stone like lectern that you walk up to. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, like a Gutenberg <laughs> Bible. <laughs> it is. It is massive. But um, those stories are fun. Those yeah. They are fun. Are really they are as hell. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, like Matt, when we did the Cosmic Long Box, Matt found a reading order that claimed to be 95 plus issues long, which is true. But we're talking like this is like every mention of the word right. onslaught, right. like things that were not part of the actual story. Um, Marvel Unlimited has a um, has a four part reading order. That's basically uh, what I would I would guess is the equivalent of uh, 
the complete collection trades. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I haven't double checked um, because it seems like it's in a weird order and that they are like book one is all like the main X book stuff. And then book two is like, here's a random issue of the incredible Hulk. And yeah. it, it's, it, it's arranged oddly, but mm-hmm. I'm going through this reading order and I'm having a blast. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm almost done with book two. No, I am done with book two. I'm on to book three uh, where uh, onslaught grew fangs. And uh, <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah, shit is real now. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, you so know, it's, great, it's bad news now because he's got Franklin powers. Professor X is no longer like stuck inside of his body. It's, it's bad news. And uh, like, it's so, it's so much fun uh, to revisit those stories. Cause I had only ever read them when they came out. Yeah. I'm, and so Onslaught was just this thing in my memory that I remember enjoying. I just posted the so, uh, reading order in the chat on Facebook. If you want to check it out, but it's insane. Yeah. The 95, <laughs> it's, the 95, it's but, like, like this, this reading order is only quote air quotes, 36 chapters uh, <laughs> instead of 95 chapters. Yeah. And you whine about crossovers today, fanboys and girls? Like, no, 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 yeah, no, no. You no, don't no, even no, know. No. Oh, you guys well, don't have, even know. Like you phase have no one, clue. Phase two, phase three. Like, right. It, 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 yeah. They had, uh, they had phases, which were the main mm-hmm. chapters, and then impact, which was like, here's what's going on with Spider Man. Uh, sp- the Spider Man issue with the, the uh, John Romita Jr. It's oh, the Ben Riley against yeah. the Sentinels is so great. It's kick ass. It like, is, and and it's when, really cool. It was and the second that, the second that came up in the reading order, I was immediately reminded um, why it's like when people we were having that debate about whether or not John Romita Jr. ever was actually good. Fuck mm-hmm. yes, he was. Yes, he fucking yeah. was. I will not listen art, to people. That say art he is amazing, and yep. um, it uh, and it also reminded me. Uh, the the very tail end of the clone saga is a wild time because not only is Ben Riley there, but Peter Parker is there, and his powers are fading in and out uh, because he had lost them for. That's a minute. right. That's right. And MJ is like nine months pregnant, <laughs> and so like Spider Man's trying to get Mary Jane out of the city because the Sentinels ha- are hunting him actively because they've been reprogrammed. And he's like, I got to get my wife away from these robots. And, and he teams up with Ben Riley to fight Sentinels in Manhattan. It's amazing. Woo. It's a, it's, it's a really, yeah, Woo. it's great. It was a um, wild and wooly time for Spider-Man. I know. I I know. I, I, so again, sorry to, sorry to derail, but yeah, it, your Wildstorm talk reminded me of my own rereading journey and how much I am having a, a good time with it. Yeah. When they're, when they're good, it's, it's fun. It's like, Oh, I like, I remember this. And like, in some of the, yeah. some of the grifter issues were okay, but like some of them are like, these are real dogs. Oh yeah. So, Oh yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it just was, what's the, what can I reach in my crawl space that I can send over to, to Tim Benson to get found? And that was what I had. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, so absolutely. For a uh, question of the week. Um, I, there are endless amount of amazing characters, but, and these are sort of like B list swamp thing. But that's like oh boy. D-list for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was an Unmen series that took place. It was a Vertigo book. The Unmen, yes. yeah, dude. That is like really weird. And um, I'm looking at the trade. I forget what it was. Uh, John Whalen and Mike Hawthorne. And it's so it's sort of like X Files ish, and the art kind of looks like a mix of like. Uh, I don't remember the Giuseppe. art being great. It's interesting. No, Mike, it, Mike Hawthorne is good, but it's a, he's, it's a, he's an odd choice for that. Book. I remember the covers were like, beautiful, but the interior art, mm, not so much. Yeah. Well, it was Tomar <laughs> Hakuna did the, uh, um, who did the covers and it's like, the art looks like 
a mix between like Charlie Adler and yeah. Giuseppe Kumancoli. It's it's very strange. Was but, this a series um, called, it's it's a called fun thing. Get Your Freak On was like the name of like the trade or something like that? That was the first trade, yeah. Okay, which is come on, you guys. That's weird. Well, they were freaks. Uh, all I, I remember about the, all I remember about the unmen is the tiny potato head that was on the hand. Uh, yeah, like, there's like a, if cousin, like if cousin, uh, like if like if hand from the Adams family grew a uh, grew hand. A head. Or do you mean it? I thought cousin it was the hair. No, uh, well, cousin it was a hit, but no, the hand was thing. Thing. Those thing. Yes, you're right. But yeah. it, I, it, it, they are. I mean, uh, no offense to the those monsters. They are based. You know, names are interchangeable. Yeah, but I know are, what yeah. you mean. Yeah, it's a it's a hand. It's like basically like thing with a brain with a mean face on it. Yeah, yeah, and right. It is it, like, it, yeah, like, and he it, has like, I think he has a robot or a clone body that he like crawls into <laughs> to make it look like he has a body yes. when he needs to like awesome. do stuff. Oh, like uh, like uh, Kemlo, like uh, Sergeant Kemlo yeah. from Top Ten. I just posted yes, the yes. image. He's really gross. Yeah, so if you, I, I thought that would, you know, if you're looking for something to read, that might be, if you can find it, that might be fun. Um, but um, yeah, I think that's, uh, it's a good, it's an interesting, yeah, look at that. It's crazy. It's gross. <laughs> it's, it's really very gross. gross. It's like a big hand with a head and it had to wear glasses because its eyesight wasn't it's great. Like, it's like that great, like, <laughs> this vertigo book should not exist kind of thing. Yeah, like, right. what, a, it, what a good twist on such an old, gross thing. So Yeah, the unmen, yeah. Um, the unmen were uh, gross. I, I remember these covers. I do remember these covers vividly. They were very, like, uh, they were very in, evocative of, like, uh, James Jean's uh, fables yeah. covers. Yeah, beautiful covers and not great interior art i'm just gonna say it. <laughs> this is from 2008 which feels like a million years ago but also yesterday so well that was a million years so ago. time works we are yeah. we're disgustingly that, yeah. old people a, mil- a, a thousand years ago yesterday <laughs> <laughs> brian always good to talk to you man later guys all right have a good Hi, buddy one. jimbo get on in here he's gonna have some weird c d e f list oh there we go sorry jim hello hello there yes, I- Okay, so I'm only I'm only gonna do one. I'm only gonna give you one, one D list villain. His name is Senior Pink. Comes from the One Piece world. Okay, I don't know if I want to know. Yeah, and I am you, afraid to Google Senior Pink. Well, you should <laughs> do it. You should because he has a pacifier and a baby shawl thing over his head. And you're like, oh. why is that? And why is that Senior Pink? And then you find out that. Uh, he is a, you know, he works for this mafia pirate crew and his wife didn't know. And the baby died while he was away. Then his wife ran away, uh, got trapped in a landslide, had a vegetative state. So the only way he could reach her was to like dress up as the child that died to get a response from her. Good God. <laughs> that is dark. <laughs> Good. So, and so that's why he wears it in memory of his, his dead, uh, his dead baby and his wife. Okay. Who, well, yeah. that just looks like a guy, so I'm not. Uh, oh, let me. Just, I'm not me, sweating that. Do, too. Uh, do I've, I've got pink a good, one piece. I've got a, yeah, I've got a good picture. Um, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh God, oh, no! If you click the link, the first image you see is him in costume as oh, the pink. Yeah, he yeah, is blown yeah. up a little bit, and he's really yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, just, I'm not sure what that picture, that thumbnail is, is that showed up in is, the chat, but uh, is the wacky world of One Piece when you get <laughs> villains like that? Oh, he, he is something. Yeah. He's oh. got yeah, he's got a pacifier. He's got the tiny he's got the shittiest little villain mustache. And if you yeah, if you Google um, Senior Pink, the second thing that comes up is a question. Why does Senior Pink wear baby clothes? <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's that's, do that's uh, amazing. Not a perfect. Now, 
not, not a pervert. No, 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 not, uh, you not know, not, not, he doesn't do it for, for sexy reasons. No, no. Uh, let's do quick numbers. So May is not officially done. So let's do a uh, year so far. This was published on the 26th okay. of this month. So pretty close. So Jitsu Kaisen, 18.7 million. Demon Slayer still strong at 11 million, which is insane because there's been no Demon Slayer for literally like over a year now is when it ended. Um, Attack on Titan, uh, because the last chapter hit 3.8 million. Is and that then Chainsaw low? Man. Is that super low for Attack on Titan? Uh, uh, Wasn't that book no. like the biggest for a while? Yeah, that's when the first season of the anime came out and people were doing back oh, volumes. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, Attack on Titan also, like they ran out of stock as well. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that's good. And then, but the interesting one, the, the next two are interesting. Chainsaw Man at 3.1 million. Chainsaw Man has not had a chapter in f- five months now. Um, the anime was announced only. Chainsaw Man based- is something. You sent me that and I checked it out and it yeah. is something. Chainsaw Man it also is- has a chainsaw dog. <laughs> Well, the chainsaw, the, the chainsaw demon is actually the dog. Yeah, it's something. Yes. yes. And then uh, uh, and the new one, Tokyo Revengers, uh, 2.6 million. And that is solely based on the anime now that has been airing for the past uh, two months now. I started it. All- I like yep. it. It's good stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised how much I enjoy it. It's uh, fun. It's really good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's that's your basic numbers. Uh, nothing else is too like crazy. You know, your millions and your two million. Sure. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. yeah. You know, why even business talk about as give business a, as usual. Give me a break. Yeah. Jim, thank you for your numbers. And thank you for uh, seeing your pink. Something that <laughs> I won't welcome, be guys. able to get out of my brain. <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, that's yeah. There's certain things you just can't scrub out. You know, <laughs> that's how hey, it man. goes. It's the wacky world. It's the wacky world of one piece. You get strange people like that. You all do excellent the time. You do excellent work here sir and we appreciate right. it thank no you problem. take care guys <laughs> bye bud all right kitty cats we gotta get out of here uh, and answer well, some before uh, we before we move on uh just for your notes and for the people that have been watching uh let's uh real quick touch on what people posted in the chat in terms of their picks oh yeah 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 for c d um, e and f list villains yes uh we've got uh our friend patrick cavanaugh you may you'll hear him next week uh, on the uh, take a look, it's in a book club segment uh, for Seven Secrets. His pick is the Floronic Man, uh, who is a DC character, uh, just a terrible, ridiculous DC character that Alan Moore turned into a living nightmare. Yeah, he's a plant dude. In the pages of uh, Saga of the Swamp Thing. Floronic Man. Uh, I love the Floronic Man, actually. He popped up in... Uh Starman for a while as well, didn't he? Later on, he does show up. Uh, he shows up in Starman when they are trying to save Solomon Grundy. Right, that's right. Um, yes. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got? Um, Jason Woodrue. He had no choice. Jason Woodrue. What were you gonna do? Your name's Jason Woodrue. There you go. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, John Tverdick or Sarah, as we like to call him, uh, mentions Callisto. Mentioned Callisto, who you argued was not a villain. I don't think he's a villain. That's fine. It's fine. You don't have to agree. It's fine. Senior Pink obviously is just you know he's a nightmare man. Uh, Adam Wednesday in the chat mentions the Brotherhood of the Dada. The what? Uh, from Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol, the Brotherhood oh, of the Dada. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
Wow. Uh, yeah. He says he's not sure if they count as C-list or lower. Yes, they absolutely do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, though I guess, it, uh, like he said, I guess it depends on whether or not they show up on the next season of the Doom Patrol. Are we getting more Doom Patrol? Do we know that? I think we are. Yes. I mean, I, I hope so. I really like it. So I would hope it's so, so good. It's very, very good. And also um, it is confirmed that uh, Titans season three is coming. Well, like it's happening. Great. <laughs> it's it's coming later this year. Oh, great. Miss Branch, get Peter Parker on the phone. Yes, Mr. Jameson. Okay, it is voicemail time in the ziggurat. Hello, nerds. It's Black Scorpion number three calling in with an answer to the question of the week. Um, my first pick is somebody who might be contentious because I don't know if he's a C-list villain anymore, but he was for most of my life, and that's uh, Solomon Grundy. I love Solomon Grundy, and I, I buy anything with, with him in it, um, whether he's like the, the damned immortal in, in um, Starman or the sympathetic um, um, simple guy in Long Halloween or, or the chess genius in uh, uh, Red Sun. Like, Solomon Grundy is somebody that people just have good takes on. I love seeing him, whether he's creepy or sympathetic. I think uh, Solomon Grundy's the best. But, you know, he has his own show. He has his own title. Is he a C-list villain? I don't know. So in my heart of hearts, I I feel like I have to tap into the kid me. I'm reading or flipping through DC Who's Who and Marvel Universe handbooks with uh, Black Scorpion number four. That's the place to do it, yes. I'm I'm getting that, that feeling where I'm like, oh, look at that guy. Isn't he neat? And, you know, geeking out over costumes for people who appeared in one issue and then died off. Right. And, and, and somebody who I come back to time and time again is looking awesome, but ridiculous is the sports master. Oh, yeah. I love the sports master. <laughs> um, there, there's something there's a mystique that he's got that that I don't think is entirely justified. Uh, like a- any presence that he has gets undermined by using fishing poles to to pull off a heist, right? But like cricket uh, bats. H- him and uh, uh, who was it? Tigress. Yeah, them being a couple and and and, and uh, the Artemis connection. Like there's something about him where he feels like a, a, a true heavy, and uh, he has an interesting moment or two in uh, the Golden Age series from Elseworlds. That's really great, too. But soft spot in my heart for Sportsmaster. Wish I'd see him uh, done right someday. Uh, so that's my answer. Uh, one final question. In last week's show, um, you praised Peter Parker for being a genius for coming up with sticky, sticky fluid. But not 10 minutes later, you start dumping on Pace Pot Pete. What? Come on, man. <laughs> that dude, Pace Pot Pete, he should have been tapped by Tony Stark as an engineering genius. But, you know, Tony is a groomer who had a thing for Teen Muties. So I think that's why uh, um, he's not celebrated in, in the Marvel U as a, a, a genius engineer. It's because Tony did and tap him as a genius uh, like he did with Peter. All right. Be well, gang. <laughs> See you later. To address his concerns in reverse order, uh, the reason we were bagging on Pace Pop Pete was not because of his accomplishments, but because of his choices. Right. The dude chose to dress up like an old timey artiste yes. and he carried a literal bucket with paste literal in it. Literal bucket of paste. I mean, so uh, yeah, I'm going to make fun of that guy. <laughs> so. uh, but you know what? The, like the Silver Age is lousy with villains like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, where that's like, like if, if you had only gone to the government, go to the DOD, you know? Right. Like, hey, Abner Jenkins, you're an airplane mechanic that built a flying suit of armor out of spare parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you chose to rob banks. No, no. 
Just call call somebody at the government. But please. therein lies the character flaw. You know, like he's like he's like, look, I'm not an idiot. I could call the government. I could right. make money that way, but that's not my jam. But I love the thrill. I'm I, a know, bad I don't think guy. That's true. No, <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, it, you know, and like it, it's it was something it, it it was something that was so prevalent in the Silver Age that Marvel actually tried to come up with right. a an explanation for it, uh, and that was that uh, they were all secretly funded by Norman Osborn, and they got their weapons from Latveria, and that is so much less fun. Then the idea that they're just like, I'm a secret genius, but what am I supposed to do? Right. It's just, just like, look, I've got no choice. I'm bad. You know, baby. It's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I've got armadillo powers, right? I'm not making it as a wrestler. <laughs> what else can I do with this terrifying burden to put food on the table? Sure. Like, I guess I'll be a, no, rob a bank, call damage control. Yeah. You know, uh, like call any construction company. Right. Like, oh, you need, like there are people that pay good money to have things demolished. There's also a cottage you business know? of people who just stand in the way of the Hulk, <laughs> more or less, you know? Sure. Right. Like, yeah. we know you're not going to beat him, uh, but can you slow him down for 15 minutes? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sportsmaster, uh, the gold, the golden age of comics, uh, especially at DC, like, May, the things you could get away with it's like if you were just an old southern gentleman who liked uh, who liked poker you could fight the jsa sure you know <laughs> the gambler uh, if you were like, if you were just like really good at sports you know you could fight the jazz look uh, joe I, like, back I, up at, at least he's the, not just the, really good at sports he's really, he's really good, good at, at all sports. every sport yeah no i get it i get it <laughs> that's different uh at least the fiddler's fiddle had magic powers yeah you yeah. know, the Pied he was Piper. just really good at playing the violin. The Pied Piper didn't just like kick ass on the recorder or whatever the fuck he's playing. It's not a flute. <laughs> it's a, it's a, yeah, you know, I don't know what it is. Sort of oboe. Yeah. I think I it's a know. recorder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a recorder. Um, but yeah, uh, Solomon Grundy. Yes, I freaking love Solomon Grundy. Um, Absolutely. And I would say that they've kind of elevated him in recent years, but I would say that he was probably C list. I would go B Solomon Grundy. I'm saying B list. I'm, like, I'm saying now, yes. Yeah. But back in the like oh, back, back in the, in the day, day, like yeah. Solomon Grundy was not a major. No, no, was, no, no, no. You know, you know, he he showed up on the Super Friends, right? Uh, you know, as like dumb Hulk. Yeah. But like Solomon Solomon Grundy was was not really a a major player. Little known Solomon uh, Grundy fact: He is a mushroom. He's a fungus man. He's made of fungus. Yes. Fungus. His body. Yeah. His body is grown from plants. That's why they call the Floronic man to try and deal with them. They're like, we we don't know. And they Uh, they made him good. That's why the, that's why there was an evil version of Solomon Grundy living on an alien planet uh, with a weird version of swamp thing. When uh, Jack Knight went into the space, it's like, you know what? These things happen. Happens. All right. We got a voicemail here. Sometimes you grow a shiitake. Sometimes you grow an evil warlord. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Hey, good morning, guys. It's Jason Sachs. How's it going? Sorry I haven't called in a while. It's been busy the last few weeks. You know how it goes. Stuff happens. We miss you. My favorite C or D list superhero villain is Stilts Man. Because how stupid is this man's power? He's on these giant hydraulic stilts 
75 feet above the city of New York, wandering through the city. Nothing could go wrong with that. He couldn't step on anything. He couldn't have birds fly in his face. He couldn't end up uh, not being able to steal anything. And besides, if you have these amazing hydraulic silks, why would you go into crime? It just doesn't make any sense. Exactly what we were why just saying. We can do that. <laughs> Although, I want to see a movie with him in it. Because, like, a Daredevil versus Stiltman movie, shit, I would be there hours before the first day. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Bye. Stiltman is an, an excellent answer. One of my favorite Stiltman storylines, the funeral for Stiltman. I was just thinking about the funeral for Stiltman. Matt Fraction wrote it. Mike Diodato drew it. It was Punisher War Journal uh, number four. And all the villains are there. They're all there. The funeral's at the bar with no name. Yeah. And they're like, and, and they're just like, they're like, look, yeah, the guy was an idiot. Sure. I mean, he, he but wore, he was our idiot. He wore giant stilts, but he was our guy. Yeah. Did Frank and, uh, really have to fucking kill that guy? You know, uh, that was a, <laughs> that was a, that was a fun period of the Punisher where he was like, all right, I'm, I'm actually going to hunt super villains. Yeah. Uh, these guys, I'm done giving these guys a pass. Yeah. Cause it really makes no sense. Like you're, you're the Punisher in the Marvel universe. And it's like, okay, I understand you're after the mob, right? Drug runners, you know, uh, sure. But you're telling me you don't want to like take down Sabretooth or right. like any, like anybody yeah. that's Dracula. Dracula is not a problem for you. Right. You it's know, like, like, a, like maybe still man is a weird choice, but okay. <laughs> um, Oh, but then he also proceeds to fire a bazooka into the bar during the funeral to kill all but of them. That was the whole reason he killed Stiltman. He killed Stiltman right, because to get he them knew all together, yeah. he was pretty yeah. beloved and all the other villains come to the funeral and then he blows up the funeral. <laughs> yeah, It was great. Um, and that, like, please, please, please don't correct me if I'm wrong, but in my memory, Stiltman's coffin is like 30 feet long. Um. It is really tall. Yes, it's a, it's a very um, long t- coffin because they couldn't they, like his legs were extended. Well, no, they couldn't get him out of the suit. Oh, sure. Yeah. They okay, couldn't yeah, get him yeah, out yeah, of the suit. Sense. They're they like, nobody, the suit. they're like, nobody knows how it works. We couldn't get him out of it. We're just burying him in it. <laughs> I guess. <you> know? <laughs> so great. So great. Uh, all of those villains got much, they were they're feeling much better now. Yeah. Punisher War Journal. No. Oh, but speaking of speaking of people too busy. To participate in the live show that call and leave a message there you go jason sachs our, our man jason you've got sachs. you guys if you're like uh i really want to participate in the show i just like i work i work on yeah we we all got jobs bro yeah 402-819-4894 it's always on or do what hugo did and shoot us an mp3 Hello, this is Hugo, and I want you to do uh, Who the Heck is That Guy on the Eternals. He wants Jason Sachs to do a Who the Heck is That Guy. He said heck because, you know, he's a kid, and that's good, on yeah. the Eternals. Jason, you've been called out, man. Uh, Jason just got called out on Twitter for uh, a similar... I, I don't remember who it was he was called okay. out about. It may have been the Eternals. Whenever you say someone's getting called out on Twitter, I go, oh, no, no. <laughs> like, what did he do? <laughs> All right. I uh, know uh, somebody asked a question and uh, and uh, yeah, J- the only answer was Jason Sachs needs to explain. It. OK, there we go. Jason Sachs, we got a job for you. We'll hit you up this week. We'll do a who the heck is that guy just for Hugo on the Eternals. I love it. We'll even call it who the heck is that guy for that segment. Let's get into our answers. That's that Jason always says heck, doesn't he? No, he started saying hell. There was one episode where he was like, who the fuck is this guy? I was like, whoa, Jason. <laughs> uh, oh, it was about Modoc, I believe. I, I think it was uh, 
the 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 storied history of Modoc. Okay. Uh, because of the uh, Modoc show, but uh, oh no, it was the Eternals. Okay, that's so that's two, two requests. There we two go. Requests that's for two. the Eternals. Let's get into it. Has to happen. All right. Let's get into our answers. Favorite C, D, E, and F list villains. And I'll counter you. When you pick it, I have to read it on next week's show, and you have to read mine. Okay, but the thing is, is that I don't... All right. Okay, fine. My favorite lame villain is the Shocker. Spider-Man's villain, the Shocker. I love him. Love the Shocker, I love him too. so much. Every time he shows up, I'm, I'm thrilled to see the Shocker. Um, the problem is... I don't have a specific story that I remember inspiring my love of the shocker. Well, I'm, we'll I, just pick I one. Have, That's all right. We'll I just... have scoured my memory. We'll just pick one. I've never even read the first appearance of the shocker. Maybe that's what we should do. The first appearance. I don't think so. Or, I don't want to. I, 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 or at least so the origin me, of the me, shocker. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll let me tell that. you my earliest, my earliest memory of the shocker. It is a uh, web of Spider-Man. I believe it's issue number 10 and uh, it's got an, an old Dominic fortune, which who is another character. I, I love, I fucking love Dominic fortune. And I believe uh, that uh, Dominic fortune is out there either hunting the shocker or the shocker is hunting Dominic fortune. Um, I, it's been so long since I've read it. I, so I think that's what we have to read web of Spider-Man number 10 i will double check the issue number um before we make our list but that is that is probably my earliest okay my earliest memory of the shocker in comics the cover is fucking amazing it's a painted howard chaken i was looking for like the origin like his origin issue and i cannot find it i don't know oh um oh 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 i see i i think that it's i think the case is that um Dominic Fortune is trying to hunt down uh, the Nazi that got away. Right, he's an old man now, though. Oh, okay. And uh, and the Shocker is is there. Um, like maybe he works for the guy or something. But um, yeah, so really, it's a Dominic Fortune story. But the Shocker's in it, and I fucking love the Fair Shocker. Fair enough. We'll throw it on the pile, and we'll read it next week. My answer: Jerome Beachman is his real name. Can you name that villain? Jerome I would be blown away if you knew this um I I can't I I confess I do not Jerome Beachman aka he has he has some other aliases Cornelius he was also called the baboon for a while but his name is the mandrill oh the mandrill (laughs) okay I love the mandrill the uh, first of all whenever you have talking apes map bombs in right but like yeah. this was not only is a, a mandrill an ape yeah it's a great ape okay so not mm. only is it a great ape it's a great ape that wears a costume <laughs> well, I mean, but he is a man he is not an ape he's a man no he that was, looks like a mandrill not just a man he's a mutant he's a mutant son of yeah, mutant. Yeah. frederick beachman an atomic research scientist uh-oh and his wife emily prior to its conception beachman's father a caucasian scientist i don't know why it matters that he's caucasian as well as Gemma Sinclair, a black cleaning woman. Oh, that's why. Okay, because they were a mixed couple. So, wiring oh. caused an explosion, breach of facilities, small experimental nuclear pile. No, 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 no. That incorrect. Uh, it it says here that his parents are both Caucasian, but but Jerome was born with black skin. Oh, well, this the fandom says different. I don't know. Oh, this is Wikipedia. 
Uh, it, oh, it, like now that maybe this is something that they later corrected due to it being a bit racist. That could be possible. Because it, the next line in the Wikipedia entry is that he was despised for his, quote, freakish appearance. Ah, are you related? Well, now, the scientist son was born with black skin and tufts of body hair. Yeah, yeah. So, so it wasn't just that he, it, it's no, not just that he was black. He it's was a he, monkey. He, he did look like a monster. He was an ape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I just got to the episode of MODOK where the mandrel shows up. Uh, and he's dating the Armadillo's ex-wife. And in the entire scene, he is naked. <laughs> and his huge, his huge uh, mandrel penis is pixelated out, but it's not <laughs> it's not pixelated enough. I love the mandrel. For you do not know that it is a huge swinging hog. I first bumped into the mandrel in Shanna the She-Devil, number four. That's why I loved Kazar. So I had to pick up that Shanna the She-Devil series later on in life. And uh, I'm going to make you read it. That's where we first meet the mandrel. It's good stuff. Before we get out of here, Joe Patrick, set us up with a new question of the week. All right. This week's question was submitted by Frank Cirillo via the THN forums. When I was a kid, there were other comic publishers aside from DC and Marvel, like Gold Key and Charlton, that went out of business and sold their IPs to DC or Marvel. What are some of your favorites... And did the big two do them justice? Oh, and I'll take it further. Characters that you didn't know for a long time came out of there. I would love to hear about that. Yeah, characters you didn't, uh, you did not know came from a, that originated from a different publisher. Peacemaker. So, like, for obviously, example. we're not talking about like we're not we're talking specifically about characters that were absorbed by Marvel and DC right. that started their lives at different publishers. Right. Can we include things like toy lines too, like the Micronauts and shit? Would that count? Can we talk about that, or should we just go with published? Let's just go comics. Let's I mean, he's comics. talking specifically about defunct publishers. Yeah, so. let's do that. Let's keep it with comics. The characters you didn't know came from there and characters you love that came from there. Other publishers and ended there up on go. Marvel or DC. That'll be a fun one. We'll do it right here next week. This Wednesday, we are going to have a Cosmic Longbox edition where we do C-list, D-list, E-list, and F-list villains that you guys mentioned here. We picked our own that we're going to force each other to read. It's going to be a ton of fun. We will see you then, and then we'll see you again next Saturday. Same THN time, same THN channel. Have a happy and safe uh, Memorial Day, kitties. Real quick, though, uh, just a quick addendum to the question. Not every uh, defunct publisher's characters went to, to Marvel and DC. That's true. So, for example, Valiant. Yeah. So if you've got if you've got characters that went on to other publishers that are still around, like Turok, for example, is a good one. Yeah, that are example. the characters that are still around uh, that went on from their original publishers to other publishers. Red Sonia would be one of those characters. So there you go. All right, we'll get into it. We'll get into it next week, right here, same THN time, same THN channel. But for now, my name is Matt Bond. And my name is Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd, signing off. <laughs>